Hi everybody, this is June 15th, 2018, and we are in Novel Ideas, discussing the book Burning Sky by Lori Benson, Benton, and LaDawn, since you suggested the book, I'm going to let you start us off and talk about Let's review the characters, and just, you can talk a little bit about, you can give us your thoughts on the book, and we will take it from there. Today we are discussing DB by Laurie Benton. Okay, this book is by Laurie Benton. She writes stories that are set in the time of the American Revolutionary War, and her characters live out on the frontier rather than in on the more populated places near the uh, ocean. Her characters have a strong belief in God and prayer and uh, they uh, she also adds a little romance into her novels too. I guess that's how the frontier grew. The book tells a story about a young woman by the Indians and uh, carried off. It is now 12 years later and her Indian husband has been killed in the American Revolutionary War. She has just buried her two children who have died of smallpox. Broken-hearted and alone, she decides to try to return to the home of her youth. And that's what the story is about, her trying to fit into that world. I wanted to say just a little bit about how the structure of the book hit me. I thought that it was sort of like one of those silent movies, you know, where the farmer and the pretty daughter and the villain comes in, he's going to foreclose on the farm if the girl daughter won't marry him, and she refuses. So he carries her off and takes her over there and ties her to the railroad tracks and here comes the train and the train gets bigger and bigger and she's yelling help me help me and then along come Jones slow walking slow talking Jones and he ambles over and unties her and uh, rescues her they fall in love and the farm is saved so millions of people used to love those movies, and I really like this book too, just as well. Alone and broken heart, the story I would it remind the villain she refused the train is then along he ambles over and people love I want to remind us. Of I want to now remind us of some of the main characters in the book. Willa Obachain, whose Indian name was Burning Sky. In the movie, she would be the pretty daughter. Neil McGregor was a man that she rescued and uh, nursed back to life in uh, the movie. 
he'd be slow walking, slow talking Jones. Then there was Joseph, her Mohawk Indian clan brother, and he would be the other corner of a, a love triangle. And then, and then there's Richard Waring, who was her childhood friend and who acts as the villain in this book. The last one that I mentioned is Francis. He was the boy who saved the children from the burning fire, although he, he was a little slow, had anything to do. But okay, now that that was what I have to say about the book, let's go around, see what everybody else has to say. I'll give it one thumbs up. Okay, uh, when I started uh, the book, it was slow to me. I stuck with it because LaDon is a very good reader, and I said, this has got to get better, and it did. It did. It was a good book. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I like the way LaDon points out the love triangle. Neil, Neil McGregor, Willa, uh, and Joseph. Uh, Joseph was the noble savage. You know? it, he was, I thought he was great. Uh, Richard Warren was awful. He's a villain. But you got to remember, some of these people in that town, were their relatives were killed by the Indians. The Indians fought on the British side and the American side and so forth. And I, I, I think the, the theme of the book is, is adapting the, the white culture versus the Indian culture. Can they mesh? Can they, you know, in many ways, Willa was an Indian. She, she used the herbs. She, she believed in nature. She also read the Bible, though, when she could. So it was the two cultures, and um, as we know, at the end, uh, Joseph finally gets the idea, you know, and uh, Dr. McGregor was very good uh, with her, and uh, with Willa respected her, and she had to grow steadily back into the white world. That's, but it was it was a good book if you look at the cultural dynamics. Uh, Repan, you I want to say something when you're done. I'm done. Okay. Well, I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed the uh, the building up of the characters and coming back and the contrast between the uh, values of the white people and the Indians. Uh, some of the characters I would want to mention, too, were uh, the colonel. I thought he had a very strong... Placed in the book and or in the story, and his uh, he had apparently had no idea what kind of things uh, Richard Richard was doing to to her and to the children because he was just as willing to kill the kids as anything. Uh, it got kind of exciting. Uh, I I noticed in the book that you know everybody all of the characters did seem to be religious and seemed to have you know. Prayer, you know, seemed to believe in prayer, and uh, that was fine with me. Uh, but I, I enjoyed the book. It really picked up, and, uh, you know, with the house being set afire and Francis trying to save them and, and also bringing back what happened with uh, Willa's parents, uh, where they set the barn on fire and had them in it. Uh, and... Uh, other characters, the, uh, I don't remember his name, but he was uh, Richard's cohort, kind of, and he he was a deserter, and uh, they pretty much uh, told him, they pretty much had him, uh, you know, doing a lot of the killing and doing everything like that. I don't think there was a mean bone in the doctor's uh, 
body as far as what he was trying he what what he was trying to do to uh, okay. to okay. save everything. And uh, I think the reader was great, and every time he would say Willa, you yeah. know, it's just as uh, yeah. the re reader was great. Yeah, she was. She she did that Scottish accent very well, and uh, yeah, I. I I finally got into the book. It took a while, as you said, Bob. It was it was kind of slow going there for a while, but um, I'm I'm glad it wasn't any longer than it was. Um, but yeah, it, it took me a while to get into it, but I did. In fact, it's very fresh in my mind. I just finished it up a couple hours ago, so everybody's pretty, or all the characters are pretty fresh in my mind. And and the the person you were thinking of, Ruth Ann, is uh, Aaron Crane. He was the deserter that uh, Joseph was, uh, he, he deserted his post uh, with the British, and he, um, Joseph was sent out to um, capture him and bring him back. And, of course, he would have had not uh, the Indians that, that, that Joseph ran into found this guy tied to the tree. Remember, he, he did grab him and... Uh, and knocked him out and, and tied him to a tree and went to hunt down some turkeys. And uh, these other Indians uh, found him and cut him loose. And and uh, then he tried to you know, stab them in the back by taking their stuff and what have you. But anyway, yeah, that's who that was. LaDawn, I love the way you did that, the way you equated this to one of, to an old movie. That was great. And I liked the book. This was, it's not a book I would have read on my own, but I'm glad that I read it because I just, this is, I like this kind of book once in a while, and I just, I liked all the, you know, the different, the cultures, the Indian culture, the white culture. I liked how that was drawn out and, I just, I really enjoyed it, and I liked Neil McGregor and Joseph. Joseph was a good guy, and the Colonel, he was one of my favorite characters, too. And Francis, Francis was always lurking there. He was always there watching, and he he would, he was somebody who just watched and when the time was right, reported back. So, yeah, he, there were a lot of strong characters in this book. So it was good. Uh, this is Alan. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the book, too. I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, uh, I, I don't read a whole lot of historical fiction, but uh, I thought this one, uh, she did a good job with the, the setting and the settings and the characters and stuff. Uh, I, 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 I really liked Neil McGregor. He, he was, he was a good guy. And, uh, I really didn't like Aaron and Crane, though. I was kind of glad. I think he got, a, or I was kind of disappointed he got away in the end. It didn't, I and mean, he ran off without any shoes, I think. But other than that, I don't think he got what he deserved. But uh, 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 Richard at least did, it seemed like. And uh, and I think Richard was responsible for her parents' death. Wasn't he, wasn't he the one that set their barn on fire? Uh, uh, I don't think he had them tied up in the barn, but they went back to try to save animals or something. They got killed. But uh, uh, I, I thought the story moved along well, and uh, uh, 
I, I, I really can't say much negatively uh, against it because uh, I thought it was good. I mean, not quite as good as Don doing the the, the slow walking, slow talking Jones. I was I was hoping he was going to break out into the song there, but he didn't quite do that. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm glad I read it, and thank and thanks for suggesting it, Don. Well, this is Sherry. I thought the book was okay. I, I might not have liked it as well as the rest of you. Um, I thought Laurie Benton was an excellent writer, and the characters were very well developed. You really felt like you knew them all. Um, I, too, liked Francis, of course, and I'm glad Randy mentioned the colonel. I thought his relationship with his black slave good enough, which I almost cringe to call her that, but I know that's the way it was back then. Um, there seemed to be a tenderness there that I thought was a nice way to write that into the book. It wasn't just that he was using her for sex or anything. They seemed to care about each other, and I liked that aspect of the book. What I didn't like, I was kind of disappointed not to learn more about Willa's life as an Indian. I wanted to learn how she adjusted and how she learned the things that they taught her and how she met her husband, whom she apparently didn't love, but she did respect, and how she came to marry him. And um, I would have liked to have known more of that. And I felt kind of manipulated. I think all of us can probably say that right from page one, you knew Willa and Neil were going to end up together. And they did the usual romance things where they have a big misunderstanding and they separate and they yearn for each other and then they come back together. And I didn't like that part of it. I thought that was a little heavy-handed. One thing I wanted to ask you guys is when Neil left town, he left a letter with the blacksmith to take to her. And the blacksmith got jumped by Richard and his minions on the way to her house to give her the letter, and they took the letter. And they broke the blacksmith's leg. But I don't understand why the blacksmith still couldn't have found a way to communicate to her what was in that letter, because he wrote it for Neil, because Neil couldn't write because of his uh, injury. So I thought, I didn't understand why that didn't happen, or maybe the author, I, I don't know, that didn't make sense to me, why he wouldn't have found a way to communicate with that. I also liked Willis' friendship with, um, was it Annie, I think? I, I can't remember her friend's name. Annie and her husband were also good characters. But, uh, Cherry, that's a good point about why didn't the blacksmith tell Willa. But didn't he go somewhere? You know, his leg was broken, and then they said, where's the blacksmith? Where's his wife or the uh, baby, Annie's baby, and all that? And they, oh, he's way down yonder or something. They got rid of him. He, he, he is not. I remember Jack in the grocery store. I liked him. Jack, I think it was. But because um, uh, that's a very good point. He wrote yeah. the letter. Why didn't he tell Willa what it said? Yeah that maybe someone else has picked up something that, that we're missing here. But I thought the, the, she, the author got rid of the blacksmith by having him travel somewhere, to his son or somewhere. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, too. He wasn't around, even though he had this broken leg and everything. But I don't think he was in, in the area or something. I didn't quite get that part. And, Sherry, yes, you're, you're, you're right. Um, I would have liked to to have learned more uh, more what what went on with Willa uh, when she was burning sky um, and she was with the Indians. You know what her what her well you know they mentioned that she had been, she was adopted. She had a she had a mother and then she married this guy and had the two kids and everything. But uh, it would have been really nice to have learned more of 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 her experiences with uh, with her clan. I don't read many uh, romance novels like this one, but 
I've been told that the beauty of a romance novel is you know that they're going to get together right from the start just like Sherry said but it's not wondering where they're able to get together but the path they take to get together that makes the romance novel so popular yeah uh, Sherry I think that she kind of dropped the ball on that whole thing with the blacksmith and stuff because uh, uh, they never really explained I mean uh, I think it was Joseph that was there right or he was nearby and, and heard the ruckus or something but th- th- they never really I mean they referred later to the guy having a broken leg but it never really said whether it was just uh, Aaron Crane that attacked him or there were multiple people it, it just it was it was very incomplete on that and so uh, 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 sorry about that talking call already but uh, uh, I, I thought and the fact that he was gone and there was no way to communicate was was a little bit uh, off too yeah that, that you're saying the the path um, I felt sorry for Joseph in a way uh, although you you knew that she was going to, she said, which way do I turn? You know, which way? But you just knew that he was, she was going to take the white world. You know, she was born white and all, Davis. all that stuff. I'm good. I wanted my jaws is saying Linda Davis. I hope we hear from her. Yeah, can I say something? Uh, okay, but, well, let me finish. finish. Yeah. But, but, um, so it was, yeah, it was a predictable romance. You knew, you know, I, I kind of liked Joseph. She could have split. Now, yeah. I want to ask you ladies, especially, she wouldn't take to those kids. You know, it was McGregor, Neil, that did. That said, uh, you know, they're going to stay, and I, I, I'll be good to them, and I'll, you know, I'll try to take them. Is that because she? I know she missed her children, but wouldn't you think the motherly instincts would come out that okay, you know, I lost my children, I'll always love them, special. But these these kids are looking, you know, for someone, and the boy was he finally comes around. The little girl was precious, I thought. Ruth Ann, go ahead. Yeah, I would say something about the let, children. Let speak. I'm I will. Say something about the children in her she, she had decided to live a solitary life and to live on her own and she had lost the children but you know to smallpox and her husband was uh, killed but and I think that that all was hard for her okay. and she didn't want to get hurt by love again if you know what I'm saying okay. and then everybody said Annie said well, you are so pig headed you didn't even see that you we're falling in love that this guy, she, she happened to send him away yeah. at the same time that Annie was having the baby. And she, they could have used his help when he had the, she had the babies. Okay. But, that, oh, yeah. that it? Yeah. Yeah, I think the reason that she didn't want to take the children and she was going to give them right back, that she was so brokenhearted over the loss of her own children that she was afraid that she'd lose another one if she had another one. She couldn't. She couldn't allow herself to love another child for fear of its loss. You know, when uh, Neil left and uh, left her behind, I I'm pretty sure that he was going to come back. But then I argued with myself. Well, maybe, maybe he won't. Has he really gone? And I ordered back and forth. Now, if he's if he's really gone, how is she going to end this book happily with saying it's okay? But he's gone, but it's okay because she has made a life out of herself. So I was really wondering. When Neil was out and he went around the mountain and there he saw the bear. And the bear, he thought, 
was a message from God that he should turn around and go back. And he did. But I didn't get the message. Do you understand what it was? I don't understand what the message was. However, um, it's Linda, by the way. I um, <clears throat> I did like the book as well. And um, I think my favorite characters, uh, besides Burning Sky, of course, <clears throat> I really liked Annie. And I liked the, the, the two kids. I did like them a lot. And the little boy, it took a while for him to really come around. And I think she, the little boy and she were so afraid of loving again, like you said, because they they figured that, that they didn't want to have to lose anyone else. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what that message would have been, uh, concerning the bear and him neil coming back well i think um i think neil was just looking for a reason to come back first of all i don't think he really obviously wanted to leave her and i think the bear blocking his path was just okay god i'll turn around and go back the bear's blocking my path i can't get through so i'll go back must be a sign so i think he would have found some sign a kind of sign to go back because clearly he wanted to um i really liked the little kids too i thought they were really really well written i did think it was really interesting that the little boy his name was owl i think his indian name he was the only indian that had a one word name and i'm not saying that's a flaw in the book at all i just thought it was interesting and i noticed it all the other indian names were two word names and he just had a one word name maybe it's because he's a kid and he would have gotten a second word later but his sister had a two word name i don't remember what it is but the, those little kids were great what about joseph but ruth Ann no, wants to talk no joseph was a uh that was his uh, no but owl's one word name and that, so is joseph no no but jo- no that's not his Indian okay tell name. us about the bear though okay, no but i agree with you on the bear being the uh obstacle placed in his way and these people a lot of times would assume that the uh, that, that god was directly involved and if he didn't want it to go something strange would, you know like a bear would get in their way or something like that uh but uh no the uh joseph was his English an american name, name. Yeah, and his name was something about Tamer of Horses or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was. And uh, the little girl was Bird, uh, what was it? Songbird or No, and uh, the children that she had that she lost, the little girl was Go Singing. And, and Rain, uh, something about rain. Uh, something about rain. Yeah, but, okay. Uh, that, yeah, and you make a good point about Owl. And then his English name was Matthew. Matthew Kershaw. Uh-huh. Okay. I think uh, Matthew's sister was Pine Bird, maybe, and uh, uh, Joseph tames his horse. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, Neil ran into uh, the trail being blocked, first of all. There had been some kind of rock slide, and then when he, you know, bullied his way through the, the, the growth and stuff to get around that, then he sees a bear in his path, so he he was thinking he had a message from God. That he needed to return back to back to uh, to, to Willa. And uh, one thing, I mean, I'm sorry, but you know, here this is frontier times, and uh, you know, I mean, bad crap happened to these people all the time. And I, I got a little tired of Willa 
not being able to love again. I, I thought the author overdid that a bit. Now, now, I really liked the way she wrote the two kid characters, like you said, Cherry. But I got a little tired of Willa uh, uh, not being able to handle, you know, I'm going to reject these kids. I'm going to re- reject Neil because I can't love anymore and stuff. I mean, come on. It, that was a little bit overdone. I mean, she, she was raised by Mohawks for, what was it, uh, 12 years and stuff. So, I, I you know, she had seen her share of uh, of hardships and stuff. I, I, th- I thought that was a little bit much, but that's me. No, I don't think it is. That was a yeah. theme over and over. Uh, lighten up, Willa. This guy loves you. He and and she drove him away. I figured he'd come back, but you know, he might not have. He might have kept going to Albany or wherever. Uh, you know, he was a famous doctor. He was sent by the physician organization. What? Philosophical. Okay, whatever. But there were doctors that sent him to look at the uh, plants and all that. Mm -hmm. And she drove everybody away. I'll do it alone, you know, and all this stuff. So, but uh, Willis loved Joseph. Matt, he loved her as much as he could. Um, But if you go with Joseph, she can't marry him because it's the same clan, the wolf clan. But it was always, can Willa love again? It was kind of like, there you go, LaDonna, the melodrama, the soap opera. Hi everyone. So sorry I'm late. My um, computer decided it was time to update and it <laughs> did its thing. Um, I didn't get to finish the end of the book, but I don't care about spoilers. Overall, I, I thought it was an okay story, but my bias was having nothing to do with the author. Um, I got really excited in the beginning when I found out that it was set in the same time and geographical area as Sarah Donati's Into the Wilderness series. And I loved that. It was so full of of stuff. This one just seemed kind of slow and plodding to me. And, and yeah, it, it was it was okay. It wasn't my favorite read. Um, and I and I again, it's like that Willow. This this image that you you cannot be a strong, independent woman if you're connected. I don't know. <laughs> I think she, yeah, it was just overdone, and she was going to do it herself, but she could have done it much easier in a partnership with somebody. And, and, I mean, that's true today, but it was certainly true back then. You didn't survive very well by yourself. So uh, it's okay. I like the kids, and I have to say I really liked the end. I thought that was just, that was pretty amazing. In the end. Yeah. In the end, it seems that the farmhouse and all all of that burned down and the barn and everything burned down. And he came back and he had the letter and uh, it was proven that her parents weren't uh, uh, toys and everything is pretty good. So that was the way the book ended. That was pretty nice. But I wondered, now what in the world are they going to do? Okay, the house and everything's burned down. They can't live out on the house out there. Are they going to go in and live in the city with um, the doctor? And, and he's going to be a doctor in the city. He can't hardly be a doctor from out there. And uh, she has to live on her farm. It was really confusing what I thought. Well, how in the world? Okay, let's write one more chapter and see where they're going to go with that. Yeah, the book could have used an epilogue, that's true, because I assume 
I think Joseph was gone because he was the one that was always building stuff. And he could have rebuilt the house, and maybe all the neighbors will pitch in and rebuild the house. I was confused about when Richard tried to rape Willa, somebody stabbed him, and it seemed like people were confused about who stabbed him. And I, I must have just missed something because I never did know who stabbed him. And I must say, too, the minute Richard came into the book, I thought, oh, he's going to rape Willa. That's going to happen sometime. And sure enough, I'm hoping it was her that stabbed him, but I don't think it was, but I don't know who it was. Well, they never really said. They, they, they didn't, Willa didn't stab him, I don't believe. And she, you know, the author said, well, maybe he fell on, on the knife that, that he had or, or something. I don't think they ever really said who stabbed him. But, um, yeah, I'm, I would like to think that, that they lived with, uh, uh, with um, Mr. Waring and, and uh, good enough and, um, uh, until, you know, they got the, the cabin built. I'll, be, I'll bet you they had a, a good old-fashioned cabin-raising uh, cabin building party. You know how they used to do that. You know the the community would all get together and and uh, build the barn and and all that kind of thing. So I would like to think that that's what happened, um, and that they were in there by the first snowfall. Remember, Willa said she wanted to be Willa Mina McGregor by by the first snowfall. So I'd like to think that's what happened. And, you know, I was wondering, you know, uh, back to good enough. I liked her. I really did. Um, I'm wondering who's, you know, she had that little six-year-old boy, uh, Lem, I think his name was, Lemuel. I wonder who the daddy was. They never mentioned uh, anything about his father or anything like that. And I was just kind of wondering, since she and uh, the colonel had such a tender relationship if maybe there was a little hanky-panky going on there, uh, you know, a few years back. I thought of Thomas Jefferson and Sally Hemings. I think they had more than tenderness. And Sally was very kind to him at the end, stroking his cheek. And I think there was more to it. Uh, I don't remember the six-year-old boy running around, but maybe that's a Was it a little brother? I don't know. Okay. That could have been the colonel and Sally. Who knows? Um, stabbing him in the back, um, I thought it might be Al who might do it, but I don't know. Um, it couldn't be Willa because she wouldn't let Joseph be hung, almost hung. Um, so I, I don't, I don't have a solution. The only one I can think of is Al, but was he, were the kids around that fight? I I think they were. I think they were. But anyway, um, the ending, remember that that she was going to stay with the colonel. And, they, and the men in the community rebuilt her house. And the grandmother came out. The grandmother yes. was delightful. She was wonderful. She accepted Willa. She, uh, they visited. McGregor, I think, visited them. And then she says, I'm coming out to see her. And uh, she visited, I believe. So the colonel said, you'll live with us until you want to move back to your farm. We'll rebuild it. That's what I remember. Yeah, yeah I, I think... Uh... Lori Benton kind of left us dangling with what really happened to Richard Benton. She was never really clear about that because uh, uh, I, I, I'm not sure anybody did stab him. It, it, it made it sound more like he fell on his his sword or whatever it was, but uh, uh, I don't think she really handled that that very well. I, I assumed Lem was good enough and the colonel's child. Um, 
I, she didn't really come right out and say that, but I guess based on the tenderness that was between them, and I think they mentioned that his wife had died quite a while ago, I just assumed that was their child, and he seemed to treat him nice, so um, hopefully that's the way it was. Yep, I think you're right. I think he fell on his sword. They w- she waved that, I'm the author, she waved that sword around quite a bit so that you would be paying attention to it, so when the fight came, and uh, he fell down and was stabbed. I think the knife went clear through. So it was uh, the weapon that she had been drawing our attention to all along. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that's fine. Oh, she's fine. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. uh, the sword was prominent, so he probably fell on it. But the, he and Joseph were really battling. Yeah. And I thought he was on top of Joseph at the end, but I, you know, I could be wrong there. Um, regarding Lem... Wasn't there some kind of description of him that made it sound like he had some of the similar characteristics to the colonel? Maybe I'm dreaming that or something, but it seems like there was definitely uh, pointing us in that direction that that was the colonel's son. Yeah, I think so, too. There was a description early on, I remember that, when she first went into town and she was at the colonel's house and she saw them for the first time. Um... That was, I liked good enough, too. And, yeah, I, I remember he, he got, Neil brought the um, letter back from the grandmother, and, you know, she said she was going to come visit. And so I assumed they were going to live at the Colonel's until the house was rebuilt and the grandmother could come out and visit in the spring when they were in their house. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see another chapter with the grandmother and talking about what happened before she was captured and what happened with the parents and after Burning Sky was captured. Go. Yeah, I want to talk. There, there were the two grandparents, or grandmothers. There was the one that I believe that it was always kind of addled or a little kind of uh, out, like she kind of had Alzheimer's or something like that, and she was always going to go out to see uh, the grandmother out on the farm, and, and uh, Richard kept bringing her back, and but she she was kind of, uh, you know, she was right, but she was wrong. I mean, she'd say some, some of these things, which may have been kind of right, but she was a little bit, up there, and then the uh, I like the part in the book where the the grandmother was uh, the children or was the the grand was the children's grandmother, and that she had you know uh, was still alive. And, and I thought she was Willow's grandmother. No? Yeah, she's Willow's grandmother. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't she, remember the other grandma. Was that Richard's grandma? Yeah, and she oh, kept okay. kind of losing it. And, okay. I, but, but sometimes she'd hit on with some things that were pretty much right on. Okay. I think that other woman you're referring to was the shopkeeper's mother, uh, and she had, like, Alzheimer's. But uh, uh, Jack, was that his name? I can't remember what his name was, but I thought he ran the store or something, and uh, it, was his, it was his mother, I thought. I think not his grandmother, but his mother that kept uh, getting away and uh, and... And I think gave Willow the name to the 
the cousin that was in in Albany and stuff that, that she ended up writing to. Yeah, I think you're right. Thing about I like about reading historical novels is I can uh, kind of set myself back there and then time traveling a little bit. And I was thinking that little farm, and they go into town there, and it took a little over an hour to walk to the town, and then visit around and and. Uh, didn't Richard have a sister that was pretty nice out there and the kids played all together? And then walk over a little over an hour back. Uh, and then the next morning, get up and do your work and then take a little walk for exercise. It always gets me because I don't walk that much these days. Yeah, that was uh, Annie, um, uh, Richard's uh, sister. And, uh, yeah, that was, I think, the, the, and the storekeepers, I know I'm kind of jumping around here, sorry, but the storekeeper, that was ja, uh, Jack, I forget his last name, but that was his mother, and remember, she thought that Willa was, was her grandmother, and um, I think she did give that woman's name in Albany, Tilda, whatever her last name was, and that was a really cool part too because I just had a feeling that the grandma was alive and uh, what a neat letter she'd written to uh, to Willa and uh, Neil brought it back so that that was that was delightful I want to pitch for Annie and Charles but certainly Annie but Charles was okay too Annie was a housewife she knew the fears of Indians she knew the prejudice in the town but Willa was her cousin and she says, oh, my Willa, oh, my gosh, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And then Willa, of course, helped her with the baby and then had to leave when good enough came. And she had to get back to the kids and, I think, what, found the farm burned down or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I thought Annie was refreshing. You know, mom struggling, it knew the prejudice of the, of the town, but, liked, but loved her cousin. They were best friends, and that was neat. It was, she was very refreshing. And I... I agree, Marsha. I loved that letter that the grandmother wrote. And I that was such a, a neat part when Jack's mother recognized Willa and finally was able to, because she kept saying the grandmother's name, Willa's grandmother's name. And when it finally came out, I just, that was so neat. What's the next book? I got to hear the Lakers. No, no wait, they're not don't. playing anymore. No, Sorry. Well, do we want to get into talk about the next book, or does anybody have anything they want to add? All in all, I thought this was a pretty nice book. It was short. It was easy to read, and it it flowed okay without not too many bad stuff. But like I said uh, earlier about the silent movies, you know, millions of people used to go watch those silent movies and loved those and wanted to see them, but they weren't anything that ever lasted. Next month or next year for certain, we'll probably never think about this book again, but I thought it was a pleasant read, you know, for an afternoon or two. Yeah, it was a, it was just a nice read. It wasn't real heavy. Um, I was hoping when the fight was going on with Joseph and I was Richard, I was hoping that maybe Francis would have come up from behind and stabbed him. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good book. Yeah, like I said, I I liked it more as I got 
more into it. So it, it was okay. Um, now, did, did we decide last month that we were going to take July off? I was just going to say, Linda, I agree with you. I thought Francis was going to come up and stab Richard, and I thought maybe Owl would too. So, um, But I think you guys have convinced me he really did fall on his sword, and that makes the most sense. Richard was, we all, at least like you, Sherry, I was pretty sure Richard was going to rape Wilhelmina, and I actually thought he was going to do it the first day when McGregor came after him. Yep, I think Richard was about to do that when the fight broke out, wasn't he? Yeah, but it wasn't the first day. That was quite a bit later. Randy was thinking the first time they met he might have tried something like that, but he waited. Go ahead. No. Okay, Randy, what's the next book? Yeah, we are taking July off, and we're doing Carnegie's Maid in August. Um, It's by Marie Bennett. So that's the one we're doing for August. I can't find the book number right now, but I, I know we had talked about it last month, and I think some some people might already have it, but um, while we're at it, we can go with the one for September, too. September, we're going to do Beneath a Scarlet Sky. Um so that's the one for September. And August is Carnegie's Maid. Can you tell us just a little bit about what each of those books is about? Well, what I've read, Cherry, and others about um, Carnegie's Maid, this gal is on a boat on her way to, you know, from Ireland to the United States. Her name is Claire Kelly. I think I have that right. And on the same ship, in, in the higher class, I think Claire, this Claire Kelly was the steerage or whatever. But above, above that was a Claire Kelly who was, you know, going to work for Carnegie's mother, Andrew Carnegie. And um, she dies. And Claire gets off the ship and this guy's, low where's Claire Kelly? Claire Kelly. And she, she says, well, why not? Maybe I can get to Philadelphia or whatever. And uh, it's swept up. The girls look at her and they're, they're all guessing she's not Claire Kelly, but that's where I'm at. I, I barely started it. it. It sounds like a pleasant read. We'll see where, where the story takes us. And I think where I'm at is she meets the mother who stares right through her. And that's the story. That's the kind of story. I believe that belief beneath the scarlet sky is about a young man living in Italy when World War II comes to Italy and the planes start bombing. As parents send him out of town into the mountains to keep him safe away from the city and in the mountains he uh, helps people escape from Italy over the mountains and then when he comes back he uh, joins the German army in order to keep from being drafted and sent to Russia and as things would have it he falls in with a German general and follows him around throughout the whole war and sees all of the things that are happening and also uh, how you get a little peek into how the Italians lived right there with the bombing being dropped their way. Pretty decent book. 
The DB number for Carnegie's made is 89953. And we've read many books like the Pope and Mussolini, things like that. Well, the Cardinal of Milan, where Pio, I'm not saying it right, the boy lived, his parents had to get along with Mussolini, you know, and so forth, and yet help, you know, help the anti-Nazis. The, the church could not just say, we hate Hitler, we hate all of them, they would have blown him up, and they had to walk on the, they've been criticized for it, but the, the people that he helped escape were Jews, trying to get over into Austria, over the Alps. But it's a tremendous book, really a good book. Thanks, Alan. I can't get to authors and book numbers for some reason right now, so thanks for that. 